wait, okay, wait, no, they didn't, they couldn't. Zoom, enhance, zoom, enhance, zoom. <laughs> Holy f they did. Again, Intel faked another Mac ad. That does not look good. Sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. So after getting caught faking the MacBooks and just every book in their previous ill-conceived attack ads against Apple and the M1 processor, Intel has gone and used a MacBook Pro in an Intel ad, or I should say a Getty image of a MacBook Pro to make a fake Intel laptop. And it's done to promote Tiger Lake, their latest chipset, which has never been used in a MacBook Pro. And I don't wanna pile on Intel right now because the reviews are just already beyond brutal. But seriously, rushed compositing and lazy image sourcing just reeks of desperation. It's embarrassing. And given how long it's gonna take you to get your chipset crap together again, you would be doing yourself, your reputation, and your dignity a huge favor by just getting your marketing crap together like now, immediately. A lot of people wanted me to compare the Microsoft Surface Pro 7 to the iPad Pro. A lot of who exactly? Microsoft's marketing team, their OEM partner strategy group? So here we go. And is this supposed to be an actual YouTuber, an actual reviewer doing an actual comparison? Or is Microsoft just trying to build a bear, a YouTuber to pass this off as native, as authentic to YouTube? And just little tiny pro tip, a YouTuber would leave the comments on. But judging by how hard this video got ratioed, I can see why they aren't. And I guess we know now which way Microsoft and Intel for that matter, hopes YouTube's big dislike disintegration experiment goes. It's been months and you still can't buy a PlayStation 5. Quick note to The Verge, I love your videos, I love your work, and I'm guessing this is just a verbal typo. So when Apple says that it was making its own Mac processors last year, that was technically true. And I realize this is just me being fully old nerd yells at clouds pedantic, but this is important for a very interesting reason right now. Apple does design those chips using designs it licenses from ARM. They're not based on ARM designs at all anymore. The A4 and the A5 were, but with the A6, Apple switched from a design license to an architecture license using first the ARM V7 ISA and then the ARM V8 and maybe soon the just announced ARM V9 ISA. And if you want a video on what that could mean for the future of Apple chipsets, A series, M series, all series, let me know in the comments and hit subscribe. What's wrong with Epic or any developer going their own way or allowing a direct payment system instead of having to go through the app store? Because users aren't gonna come there and buy things if they don't have trust and confidence in the store. And you know, if I'm doing bad Apple takes, I've always got to do at least one of Apple's. Why can't there be more stores? other stores run by others. Because if you had side loading, you would break the privacy and security model. And sure, yes, okay, fair enough. Maybe you would be opening up the iPhone and the iPad to greater potential malware and piracy issues, but the Mac's been fine like that for decades and with Gatekeeper, even better. Much more importantly though, if you're gonna infantilize users, you'd better be willing and able to drive us to daycare just every damn day. And right now, given how scam apps are still an ongoing problem, never mind antitrust, just bunko squatting all of that out of existence should be Apple's number one priority to maintain user trust. I mean, what good is human curation if the knockoffs and ripoffs are still making it out onto the shelves? It's called Find My. AirTags are still MIA, missing in action. And who knows, maybe Apple forgot to put AirTags on the AirTags and now can't locate the AirTags, but the Find My Items feature just went live today. And with some third-party earbuds, keychains, even a bike, and right on nasty surprise cue, people are already fudding up potential ex-girlfriend or boyfriend stalking abuse. 
but it seems like Apple has actually thought this stuff really well through. First, devices are branded with Find My, so if you're just given one, you can tell it's location enabled. Also, if there's an unknown Find My item traveling with you, it'll pop up on your iPhone or iPad and tell you about it. And if you're not using an iPhone or just not checking your iPhone, it'll also chirp periodically. Yes, I said chirp just to alert you that it's there. And I've got an entire whole video deep dive up explaining how Find My works. But if you're now worried that pop-ups and chirps would just make a potential thief toss your item out the window faster than a Mark Rober glitter bomb, well, yes, Apple is leaning on the side of privacy here, not anyone's scalding, hot, fat man, vigilante, justice, cosplay, personal fantasies. So ultimately, for now, it's just more Find My to love. Much like the dream iPhone 13 video I did with MKBHD last week, at least the version on Nebula. I mean, it's a long list. There's a lot of things people wish, including me, that Apple would do, especially with the iPhone. So I'm sure we could talk for an hour about this. It's like three times longer than the YouTube version. If this is a dream world, I'd probably fit all of these cool things I want into the size of like a 12 Pro. So I'd actually might surprise you. Because I don't have to worry about click-through rates or average view percentage or any of that algorithm stuff. Yeah, I would want side-by-side apps at least. Marquez and I can just riff for people like you who love and want those deeper dives, those longer conversations. And that's why a bunch of my videos on Nebula are extended cuts with bonus content and why all of them are ad-free and totally sponsor-free. So how does CuriosityStream fit in? Well, they're the go-to source for the best documentaries on the internet, like David Rubenstein's show, where he interviews Tim Cook about working with Steve Jobs, the values at Apple, including privacy and equality, and if Tim Cook would ever run for president. And CuriosityStream just loves, loves education creators. So we worked out a deal where if you click the link in the description or sign up at curiositystream.com slash Richie, not only will you be supporting us directly, you'll also get CuriosityStream for 26% off and a Nebula subscription bundled in for free. That's less than $15 a year for both and just the absolute best deal in streaming today. And clicking on that link really helps out the channel. I can't do it with the hat back. I just feel an overwhelming Canadian need to unbox something when I'm like this or drop some pirate merch or cold brew, something, anything. 